Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Unpopular. I've got Brandy and Julie on today from the Dumb Gay Podcast, formerly known as Dumb Gay Politics. They are my first new guests in a minute because I've just been doing a lot of solo stuff, but I haven't had any fresh meat on the pod for a while. So I've got Brandy and Julie. We have an interesting backstory to our relationship, so you'll get to hear all about that. This episode is a little bit late because I was waiting to get something signed off on and I was going to do like a solo topper now because there's a few topics that I want to get into, you know, outside of Brandy and Julie, but it's been taking too long and I keep getting messages from people going, where's Brandy and Julie? Where's Brandy and Julie? So I'm actually going to do two episodes this week. I'm going to give you Brandy and Julie today and then I'm going to do a solo and I'm going to answer some questions because I did a Q&A for about an hour on my Patreon last week, just answering all kinds of questions from you guys on all different topics, from my personal life to, you know, podcasting things, whatever. We mentioned it all, and I had some leftover questions that I'm going to address on here, including what's going on with me and my mum, because I know you've all been, like, wanting updates on my family drama on Mummy Dearest, on Mrs. Bates, and if you've been listening to me for a long time, you know that I would always get into my family stuff on here and then I kind of had to like pull it back because family were listening and you know I just it was causing too much strife but I will give you some updates on that I want to get into some other stuff I want to talk about mental health physical health not in a boring like wellness way just people were like asking there's some uh topics that I want to sound off on you know stuff in the news whatever I want to get into it so you'll get two episodes this week and yeah, let's just like get into it. Just a reminder, the full Q&A is up on Patreon now and, you know, the usual Bravo stuff that I do on Patreon. So Housewives content and recaps and rants and my review of the new Real Housewives of Sydney, which they've brought back. Um, so yeah, that's all on Patreon. The links to everything are in the show notes. So for the Patreon for Brandy and Julie's podcast, it's all in the show notes. If you like Brandy and Julie today, which I think you guys will, go leave them a nice review and tell them that Shark sent you. And yeah, let's get into it. Thanks, guys. And I'll see you again in a couple of days with another episode. Oh, and one last thing. If the episode today sounds like it cuts off a little bit abruptly, well, we had a bit of a hot mic moment. You know, we kept recording and me and Brandy and Julie, we just, you know, we we mentioned it all and then some and maybe a little bit too much. So the end is a little bit... uh of an abrupt ending so we could, you know, keep some keep some stuff private. You guys don't need to know everything because we know that people hear things and they like to twist things and they like to make weird issues. This person said this about you and it's just like, "Oh my god, do you you do you have a life, you know? Do you do anything other than have really unhealthy parasocial relationships with people that have podcasts in like you know other countries that you're never going to meet but anyway um that's to the haters for the people that are nice we love you anyway guys i'm getting into the episode now bye Okay, guys, I have two very special guests this week. This is actually a very um, unexpected and unplanned collaboration, but we're here to bury a one-sided feud where I've actually hated today's guests for a really long time and they've had no idea who I am until a few weeks ago. So please welcome Brandy and Julie. Thank you. You know what? That is, (laughs) of all the introductions, I have to say, my favorite one I've ever had. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? I love it. Yeah. 
How are you guys doing? I mean, I was just telling someone that we were doing this um, this podcast exchange and that I like reached out to you and you were like, hey, um, I actually hate hated <laughs> on you guys. Um, I actually, actually hate you. Yeah, I actually have talk sheet about you guys. And, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's even better. I mm-hmm. mean, honestly... I probably wouldn't don't like us either. Uh, I mean, we get on our own nerves. I can completely see uh, where that would come from. We are fans of you, though. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you even know who I am? Because to be honest, I was like so flawed when you messaged me, Brandy. I saw you started following me, and I'm like, wait. What's going on? Like, is she angry at me? Like, is she about to drag me? And then you were like, oh my god, hi! I think you're great. Like, I'd love to do your show. And I was like, well. I'm flattered, but just so you know, like, I've been hating on you guys for, like, you know, a minute. So how do you know even who I am? I think the first time I heard I, I heard about you was in the pandemic. Um, we started Uh-oh. doing Juicy Scoop a lot. And you were, like, a pretty big Juicy Scoop fan or a, a Heather McDonald fan. And so I don't know if I saw it maybe in her reviews because we get a lot of um people who hate our guts and heather's reviews so i would i don't know if i was reading the reviews or or if it just went into my algorithm on apple podcasts but i was like oh let me check because we love we love australia we were in australia um when the pandemic we went to australia probably with covid we probably took it there before (laughs) tom and rita the whole fires happened yeah and we went and then we yeah and then we we came home the day they got there and announced that they had coronavirus so um we are super super big like stands of australia and um i saw that you you were australian and and so i was like oh let me listen to this fucking guy and i like of course you know you're giving major jamay vibes (laughs) and we were i was just here (laughs) for it julie was off doing whatever she was doing probably drugs in a corner and (laughs) that's when i first heard of you and then um i don't think i knew your name I definitely knew the Australian guy that likes Heather and I know that like I'm popular and the, and your, you know, your artwork. Then when everything happened with us with Sirius, people were commenting to us like, Oh, you have to hear Jacques and Zach. And we were like, who the fuck is Jacques and Zach? <laughs> and so then we were like lurking, of course, to hear anything about ourselves. And it didn't seem like you didn't like us when you were talking to whoever Zach is. Mm-hmm. Well, I could seem say- like you liked us. Okay. Well, by the way, I like you guys now because I was going to get into that, but I've spent, since you reached out to me, I've spent kind of like the last like week, like listening to you guys at different places. And it's funny how easy it is to just, I don't know, kind of like get a certain perception of somebody. Like I probably heard you like once on Juicy Scoop and found you annoying for like one episode, then got it in my head that I didn't like you. And then when I went and listened to your podcast, it's like, I would purposely seek out whatever the topic was that I knew would make me hate you more. Like my (laughs) personal Jesus and savior, Joe Rogan, who I just adore and follow anything he says. If he tells me to jump off a cliff, I'll do it. So then, of course, I go to your podcast. And what's the episode that I listen to? Joe Rogan's a douche. So I can like raise my blood pressure and get angry. So, you know, I kind of like, I think made myself hate you guys more than I should have. And also with the whole thing with, Heather, it's funny. I got attacked for this. I had kind of said that when 
you had your falling out with Jeff Lewis and then you went on Juicy Scoop after. I was kind of like, mm, I feel like Heather was sort of like, you know, taking Brandy and Julie's side without explicitly saying it, but she was sending a bit of a message. And I kind of said, you know, I don't really like Brandy and Julie, but I think that's totally fine. <laughs> I was like, I, <laughs> I was like, I think that's totally fine for like chicks to stick together. I said, you know, women should that's stick cheap. together. And, like, men should stick together and it's totally fine. And someone was like, what do you mean men should stick together? I'm like, look, I just think that there's nothing wrong with, like, you know, the broads <laughs> banding together against the the mean gays. And some people didn't like that I said that. <laughs> you know, I think probably it was a bad combination of, um, you know, we had a political podcast. Um, we were going on Heather in the pandemic. We... It, everything was fine until the pandemic and we were already obnoxious, but the pandemic was like another level of, we couldn't say a word without our own friends. I mean, we lost friends because I was like laughing about how I didn't have a mask in an elevator and used my hair and people were like, oh, that doesn't work as a mask. And then it was like, Fuck, man, like, like we literally have friends we to this day don't talk to. Yeah. So we were sort of just stopped. Um, discussing any of it and then we would read like these comments and heather's reviews that of people that hated us so then i would then on her show be like it's a fucking liberal podcast and if you don't like it don't listen i was being so aggressive and i'm sure that you know that's a major turnoff when someone's like unfollow me get out of my face get off my channel get you know so i think it was probably that and then I think that's yeah, good, by the I, way, to say that. I say that on my show because I'm also like, not everything is for everyone. That's something I always say. So, and I'm always, you know, people will leave me messages and go, he's problematic, he's racist, he's an anti-vaxxer, like whatever that, you know, I get the Kelly Dodd treatment from people. And I'm like, well, go fucking listen to dumb gay politics. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> there's, there's stuff for everyone. Like not everything's like catered specifically for you. So I think that's totally fine that you even said like, yes, you know. Of course. And I and may I and may I add yes. that um we within even saying something's liberal is already giving ourselves a bad rap because we then like to also make fun of liberal yeah. shit too. So within even that, you get shit too. So it's just like there's just like no winning. So I'd like just like you say, just like you gotta just be you, just be authentic. And if people are here for it, then they are. And if they're not, then they're not. And I do want to say ab- to about regarding Joe Rogan. Uh, you <laughs> must man. know as a huge fan that he's a big douche. I mean, I think Joe Rogan himself would probably he would self actualize as a douche. Like, hey guys, I'm a douche. Yeah, I mean, and I think when we with that, you know, we're big Jim Gaffigan fans, but when we, that was about that episode, while listening to that, it was a three-hour episode, I was completely into it. Like, I'm a pretty big Joe Rogan fan. Like, I was like, um, I'm in a cold plunge now, and I'm, like, really into, like, <laughs> carbo-loading and shit. Like, I mean, he's, he's, I think, wildly entertaining, and I, I love, I, I definitely, I like him a lot, and I, we, we both had a great time listening to that, and I think, um, well, what is a douche and like we're douchebags. I mean, you know, well, I think that what he's uh, the the testament to him and his show and the reason why he's so successful is because he it can transcend. You know, you might like everything he says. 
I don't like everything he says, but then I can enjoy some yeah. things that he says. So I'll continue listening and or watching. Yeah. I'm not going to write him a note and be like, how dare you? How dare you say that? I'm offended. I'm offended with your stance on bleh, or trans or whatever the fuck. Who cares? Like, that's me. That's yeah. my responsibility. That's for me to deal with, not for him to deal with. So... I'm going to choose as a consumer and as a listener and as a human being and as a person with my own ears and my own autonomy to listen to what I want or not. Now, you know, if I'm watching a, a, maybe someone who's a full Nazi, maybe <laughs> I'll be uh, compelled to send a note, but probably even then not. And it's just sort of like, you know, I think that's the thing with Joe Rogan is that he pushes everyone's buttons in some manner. You had the same philosophy as me because I, you know, obviously talk shit about people on my podcast all the time. Sometimes I feel bad about it because I just, it's why I kind of relate to Kelly Dodd in some ways because sometimes I'm like, I can't believe I said that. You know what I mean? Like I just get in the moment and then I'm like, I don't really even feel that. I was just like getting wound up. But I feel like it's fine to like pop off on people on your platform, but I, I don't go onto other people's pages and leave like mean reviews or like DM them directly. You know what I mean? Like it's fine to use your space to share your opinion, but I just hate the fucking like Karen ass mentality of people coming and leaving mean reviews and stuff like fuck off. Like I said, it's not for you. Like there's a show for you out there. You can go listen to that. Like why you hate listening. Yeah. We have like a philosophy and a shirt that says, I don't need your notes, babe. Like we're not really looking for your feedback or asking for it. And yeah, like even with Joe Rogan, it's like we would never, we took what we wanted from that. We had a great time listening yeah. and there was a million things in, in that specific episode that were like resonated with me and stuck with me. And then, you know, it's like Bill Maher. It's like we will be yes. furious, like yes. furious at how fucking stupid he is. And then at the same time be like living and it, he'll like give us life for weeks on one, right. you know, monologue at the end. Like Bill Maher, he's... He's so three-dimensional in terms of like being a douche and then also being so smart and just saying whatever he wants and sticking to his guns and not yep. being a pussy, not being afraid. Yep. You know, we've been backed into a corner. We we are in such a weird space where, you know, Republicans hate us and Democrats hate us. So we're just like, <laughs> okay, we're going to stop doing politics. But um, I think I just wanted to touch on like we would never go on to joe rogan's web you know podcast and be like you're a douche we would just go on our own thing and be like joe rogan's a douche and then but then if he found out content. just like we're look at the bridges we're building here <laughs> look what happens with people can uh, just be uh, stand in their truth and be like listen i talk shit about you okay <laughs> i was this was my feelings and also it's easy to talk shit and it's easy to feel <laughs> the feelings when you don't know someone when you don't know someone it is very easy to and I say that for myself, too. I can judge. I can. And just like you said, when you're in the moment when somebody says something, it you're going to have a feeling. And that's what we're all here to do is to emote or express our feelings and then hopefully give someone else a feeling or for <laughs> them to question their opinion. And that's what we're all doing. That's just what we're all doing. So we have yeah. to be adult enough to accept and receive whatever the, you know, yeah. the, the, the intercourse, so to speak, will will allow for us getting very sexual there but in my defense <laughs> I, know, I actually 
I hate all comedians pretty much. I do self-diagnose as mildly autistic because I went through this whole thing where I was obsessed with influencers that pretend they have ADHD and they're autistic. And I was like calling them out. I'm like, you do not have ADHD. Like you're on a bandwagon. And then I was like making fun of them. And then, you know, they're talking about their symptoms and I'm like, wait, I think I'm ADHD. (laughs) And um, whenever I do anything inappropriate, I either just say that I have ADHD or I'm mildly autistic. So, you know, no one can call me out on it either because um, that's ableist. Right, right, exactly. Well, I am also ADHD. I literally took a test at a Oh, you're on the office. you're on the ADHD bandwagon. She tried to get Adderall, and so she took a test and was like, "No, I really have it now." And I'm like, "Well, we're still sharing this." Yeah, and also I hate Adderall, <laughs> and I don't care. So I have also like, yeah, I have impulse control, and I don't listen. So I guess I have ADHD. I mean, literally, I took a l- actual test. I can tell you exactly what the test is, and. So, okay, fine. But I mean, it's not like keeping me from like, I can drive a car. (laughs) I can have relationships. It's not like I'm fucking, you know what I mean? Like, okay. I just want to say, I liked you and thought you were charming. And and I just chose to be like, when you said that you talked sheet, I was like, you know what? I bet he he was in a, a space in the pandemic where it was fucking like liberal Democrats were fucking annoying and up his fucking ass and he was sick of the rhetoric and he ran into us on on his one of his favorite podcasts and was like, what are these stupid bitches thinking? Meanwhile, we're at Heather's like office in person, no mask, <laughs> no test. I mean, we did her podcast all the way mm. through the pandemic like in real life it was probably me too being like men are fucking men 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 i'm sure i mean i was just like it just like hit him wrong in the pandemic and i don't blame him and and i think you know at that time it was everybody was in like everyone was getting canceled and uh, people and it was liberal democrats doing it to people and i just think yeah it was really not not the moment and we Mm -hmm. were doubling down and but you what don't need to do, overcorrect. You, know? you don't need to be like, well, Joe Rogan's <laughs> not that bad. And like, we didn't wear masks. Like, you can wear masks and love The View and hate Joe Rogan. Go for no, it. No, I mean, that's a perf- the perfect example is Meghan McCain. It's yep. a perfect example. Yep. We talked shit. Yep. You were like, all they ever do is talk about Meghan McCain. We talked shit about her. Uh, we loved her. We talked shit about her on Heather. And... Um, well, we talked shit about her and she blocked us. Yes. <laughs> and then we then talked shit on Heather and then she unblocked us liked us again so mm-hmm. it's like you and then we it, had a literal conversation with her yeah it was like l- someone you like who doesn't like you and then being like it's okay right <laughs> i am a douche <laughs> you know but you know but you're right though i mean uh we did enjoy the view i do have an issue with men and i like you know love talking about it and we and are liberal we are liberal and we um you know, we do have a lot of things that we will talk about. At the same time, I do think that we are self-aware enough to know the problems that are within our own house. We definitely so don't care speak. about masks. And we, d- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, when it, for came, sure. when it came to that stuff. And I also don't, um, I don't, uh, when it comes to masks too, I think everyone was, was too fucking sensitive. Whether you hated wearing them or wanted people to wear them, the entire thing around it was fucking annoying. Everyone was annoying. Every single part of it was annoying, including like the the conspiracy. Every single thing around it turned everyone insane. I, I literally everyone is not better. We are all worse since that happened. 
Well, you know that you guys are going to get called QAnon now for coming on my podcast because I was looking up the uh, the the Juicy Scoop subreddit that I'm obsessed with, the one where they all hate Heather McDonald. I can't get enough of it because it's so unhinged. And mm. there was a thread um, asking if you guys have joined QAnon now because you go on Juicy Scoop and uh, you're friends with oh. Kelly Dodd and you're on my podcast. So can we clear this up? Are you part of QAnon? Brandy no, is cute. No, not yet. <laughs> I mean, no. there were so many. Definitely, I always joked, like, in the pandemic, I was like, this goddamn, like, COVID's going to turn me Republican. That, that was the thing. <laughs> that was, like, one of the hardest, hardest things to go through. Like, I didn't, you know, you, I, it's, I didn't want the vaccine pushed on me. And I was, um, we just had an existential crisis just personally with our listeners and mm. um just getting to the point where it was like i think it was helpful for both sides for us because it was like people just have to feel the way they feel and we just are gonna be quiet about the way we feel because everybody has had a thing on it an opinion and it was so strong well there was no debate there was no co- there was no conversation it's one thing when you do this and you want to have like a conversation about something but that was not a conversation that was um 10 billion people having a monologue and when that happens there's no there's no way to you can't ever change you can't evolve you can't learn you can't grow you can't go back and forth if everyone is only doing a monologue and that's all that was happening so why were we it was like we already we tried and then we were like fuck this yeah. Well, they also like this. censored half of what you're even allowed to say on it, which is all out now, and that there was like pressure for censorship on it. But that would have been, I guess, well, Brandy, you just said you didn't think that it should have been pushed on people. That would have, and you went into the masks, that would have been awkward for you because you obviously cultivated a very liberal audience. Like when I came out in podcasting, I came straight out the gate and was just like you know strong with my opinions because i didn't want to have that situation where then once i say something problematic people like i used to like him and now he's joined QAnon. like i just wanted to like put it out there but i think for you obviously having a liberal audience and then if you felt that way that would have put you in a very awkward position because as a podcaster there is like an audience pressure as well you know yeah because everybody is like you said earlier like sort of looking for an echo chamber and confirmation bias and i know when we start we started the podcast um it was political in 2017 right or basically right when trump got elected um and i was like trying to be like in i was being me which was being in the middle and i was like you know i'm gonna give him a chance and i'm gonna see and like i'm not even mad at like ivanka trump and people like love to come back and be like bitch this did not age well i'm like okay like all right <laughs> and as we went on you know i mean it's like i'm you know and julie and i've been friends and business partners and creative partners for a million years but i never let her politics like bug on my fucking opinion i'm like you're the one who needs to check yourself but then as we were going on in the podcast like Mm. it became harder and harder particularly with trump like i just had to pick a lane and like get into it i couldn't just keep going in the middle and so then i was like okay i got onto a side and and which was really foreign for me after my whole life i was never like a registered anything um I registered Democrat so I could vote for Obama over Hillary Clinton in that in the primaries, whatever years before. But I was so freaked out by doing that. But 
when I finally was just like, okay, I'm a Democrat now. I'm just going to get into it. Then COVID happened. And then I was back like, <laughs> I can't handle this. Like I can't handle, you know, I didn't, I just didn't agree with a lot of the stuff that went on. And it was, um, it was really hard. And we, and like you said, it, Julie, it was like a million monologues. And we just said, well, we just won't have one then. And we didn't. Yeah. We were literally talking about like, you know, like Congress, probably like, like the actual politics. Yeah. The election. Yeah. We didn't discuss COVID politics. Yeah. But we, we didn't, just did politics. Yeah. Politics. We weren't like the CDC just came out <laughs> yeah. and we never discussed Dr. Fucking Fauci. We hated his ass. <laughs> we didn't, we just, we just were like, we're not going to be in the conversation of this because it's not politics. But, you know, I, we're not QAnon, but I'll say that's the closest I got. <laughs> I will say Is, is Heather I mean, McDonald and QAnon? That, Can you confirm? <laughs> I don't think so no, no I mean Heather's not She is really not I try to tell people that Because um, you know I've been a big Heather defender For many years You know I love the way That she's like Worked her way up In a man's world And kind of had people Putting her down and stuff And I've followed for years The kind of um, <clears throat> Backlash that she gets For not you know, being progressive enough and then people try to put her on a side and act like she's QAnon or something. And I'm like, dude, she's just like like an old school Republican from like maybe like the 80s or whatever because her parents voted for Reagan. She's like not even that like political, I don't think. And I mean, she's like pretty yeah. fucking normal, but people are so like over politicized now that you say one thing that they're against, suddenly they're like, they're a member of QAnon and they make, you know, weird subreddits where you know, they, I know they're on there and they accuse Heather of spreading conspiracies and stuff. And I'm like, dude, the call's coming from inside the house. Like, you're literally on a fucking Reddit page with <laughs> bizarre conspiracies that Brandy and Julie are moving to the right now because they're on Juicy Scoop. Like, this is, like, not normal. Like, do you guys understand this is, like, a form of mental illness that you're acting out on the internet? <laughs> yeah, now that's only going to be worse because of this conversation. I mean, you know, just like the way they say Julie and I are, like, you know going down on each other on like you know a ferris wheel at the pier i'm like yeah we're pretty fun like <laughs> i'm like yeah we're moving fingers to the, crossed we're moving to the right bitch God like damn. get into it please we are conservative jesus. we love jesus <laughs> we have the cabal the pedophile cabal like i mean if, if we could get heather to to trade on a conspiracy i mean we don't we don't discuss politics we don't all. we don't even know what our politics are i mean and I think she had we, the vaccine all of the vaccines yeah, I mean, well before us her and peter i mean they were both like we were lying to them like no we've got the vaccine so we could go in there <laughs> so they i mean you know to me it's like we just don't discuss it no and and i've never had the i don't know we've had, uh, there's been nothing that's been i'm way more um opinionated let's say than brandy so if i had a whiff that I was going to be, if I thought some, if that, that, that my life in some way or our lives were in some way um, not as valid as hers or anyone else's, we wouldn't be doing her show and we wouldn't be her friend. But that isn't the case. She's a good friend. She stood by us. She's had us on her show. She lets us say anything we want. She has a great sense of humor. And like people read into shit that just isn't fucking there. I, I mean, I, I don't know what to say. Like, and if she's conservative on, on some things, then so be it. Okay. It's nothing yeah, so that bothers that me. I can tell you that. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah, can I? It's nothing that it, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. no. Can I ask you guys about any of the drama you're into? I actually wasn't going to ask you about any Jeff Lewis stuff, but because I'm like, I assume that's a no go zone. But then I was listening to your show, and you were kind of like, we were unlawfully fired, and you kind of mentioned him, and you <laughs> read a listener comment that was shading him. So, like, what's the tea? <laughs> mm, yeah, we're not really um, addressing okay. it, I get it. I get as it. of yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I can I just say I have a Jeff Lewis hot take. I actually think he's really sexy and I think he's like <laughs> I'm the only person that thinks this. I think he's like an alpha male. I don't care about the, the BBL and like the Lisa Rinna lips. I think um he's all man. It's and a hun- I'm very it's a hundred percent an alpha. 100%. I'm very attracted to him. So that's just all I'm Yeah, say, like Jeff. you're you're here like sort of you were defending Heather, which was really nice. But if Jeff asked you on a show, you'd be on in a second, like ready to. No, I actually wouldn't. Like, no, there. someone. You no, wouldn't? someone. No, somebody asked me that um, on my Patreon, actually, and I'm like, well, one. Now I've talked shit about him publicly. Two, I wouldn't get. I mean, I'm moving to the US. I don't know when. I'm whatever. It's a long ass fucking story. But we've been trying for many months. But I'm moving to the US, and it wouldn't happen until I was there. And then I was kind of like. You know, I've like, I already backed up Heather, which was my honest opinion of how I felt about it. And I felt like Jeff was being super shady and was just doing um, gay, gay man, you know, Machiavellian drama behind the scenes. Like I clocked that like straight away. And now I'm having you on and you guys had your issue with him. And you don't have to do everyone's show. Like, yes, can you get more listeners from doing the rounds? Of course. But um, it's also like, you know, it's okay to be loyal to people who you're friends with. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's <laughs> well, you do seem very handsome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not you. sure how tall you are. 6'2". Height queen? Oh, okay. Well, he's like 6'4". He's so oh. hot. And I will say, you're very good looking. So I think the only thing that you should know going into it is that he likes sex and he likes it all the time. Oh, and he's okay. definitely an, an alpha. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean Julie can attest. Like he he he, Has he, he fucked Julie? Very dema- yeah, because he fucked Julie a million he times. Me. He's very demanding sexually. Mm. So well, you know he constantly he's, had to give it. Yeah. <laughs> but so you gotta be ready. Gotta be ready. And you I don't think he's just really for 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 you know blowsies and gozies. I he think wants he likes the full yeah. Monte. The <laughs> he wants the whole. He wants that. T- okay, well, I'd like that. to. Go, I'd like to go on record that I actually hate Heather McDonald, and I will be going to <laughs> Lewis Live now, next you, week. Do you like a lot of sex? Um, no, I'm like. Well, I, my personality in general with everything is like all or nothing. So if I'm single, like I'm not even on the apps, like I'm not even looking. But then if I'm like dating someone, I want to have sex like 12 times a day. Like I'm kind of like. That's good. Um, you seem like pretty those- compatible with him because he doesn't do the apps either. He likes oh, the traditional. Okay. He's pretty traditional. Very traditional. He's like a traditional. He's like a straight guy, but he's gay. Well, maybe when you move here, you can be the bridge. Yeah. How yes. we murder him. Yeah. Now, why? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you moving to the U- U- U.S.? Because um, I hate Australia. I think it's boring. Oh. Everyone here is <laughs> just super basic and there's no career opportunities here and it's lame and I've never been into it. And um, I love the States. And the thing with like the U.S. is it's all politicized and like a hot mess, but 
I'm not like rich enough or poor enough where it like affects me that much. Like I'm just like a comfortable normal. So mm. I'm ready to like, you know, get to LA, go to dinner with like Z listers, just, you know, have have the whole experience. I cannot wait. Oh, that's good. All right. Are you going to marry someone to come here or are you going to pretend you're in school? I have tried to get on 90 Day Fiance before. Didn't work. <gasps> Many. Oh, I mean, that's such a good gosh. idea. Years ago, I'm not even yeah. kidding. Like, people think I'm joking. Like, I was on like the internet. You know how on 90 Day Fiance, they're like, we met on an international dating app. I'm on those international dating apps and was trying for the life of me. And I was actually kind of shocked how hard it was. Like, I, I guess because I work in media. Like, I assume that, like, everyone wants to be on, like, a hit TV show and, and you know what I mean, like, build a brand or whatever. So I'm like, this will be easy. And, like, you know, I'd start chatting to these guys and I'm like, so, hey, like, you know, let's do this show. And they're like, no. And I'm like, what? So it was, um, it was really hard to find someone to sell out and go on TV with me. But was it hard to find someone to just marry? <laughs> well, Yes. Okay. Well, the thing was, like, I didn't want to, I wasn't going to go full on, like, <clears throat> big Ed, like, and Fisa and just find the worst person ever, like, you know, that would do it. I'm like, it has to be someone that I mm-hmm. actually would, like, go out with in real life. Like, I don't want to, like, completely fake it. I want someone that I can have some chemistry with. So I was trying. And then a couple of times I was trying to, like, you know, like, force the chemistry with guys. I'm like, this will work. But it was more just because I wanted to be on TV. Like, there was this Christian guy from Buffalo. I'm like, Buffalo looks nice. And um, he was like super, like Christian gay guys, just fucking weird. And he was sort of like wholesome. And I'm like, it's cute. And then he said that I couldn't swear. He's like, you can't say the F word. I'm like, really? He's like, no. He's like, it's offensive to me. I'm like, Um, yeah. So there was him. There was another guy that did like cosplay conventions and he was just like he was so dumb but he was like tall and he like owned his own gonna place be slightly hard up right because they, yeah, well, they're yeah. not perfect there's gotta be an element where they're desperate but the bit. cosplay thing i'm kind of like oh this will be like good for the show you know what i mean like i'm dating some cosplay nerd so i was, <laughs> I was thinking more like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> more I mean, like don't we know a ca- casting director that can just set this up Girl, I've I've fucking tried. Like, it's just, it's not happening. I've given up. Now I'm trying to produce my own show, which so LA of me, like trying to, get, yeah, I'm going to like make a TV show. Um, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, I'm like working on a project. Like, that's so going to be me. I'm going to be so fucking pretentious. Why do you guys like Australia? Uh, probably just because of, uh, because of Jamee and because of you and your voice. Like, we were there and we weren't even, when we went... I my my impression was like New Zealand was like California and Australia was like the rest of America. We weren't even we were like like where's Jamae? Like where's our fun? <laughs> like we watched well, TV the whole time. <laughs> I mean, it was I always found years and years ago I worked with these Australian guys in a show called Puppetry of the Penis. Oh they it was God. created in Australia. <laughs> I'm and well they were aware these, of it. Okay, so, you know, with Travels the World, whatever, they use a comedian to open for them. I worked with them for a long time. And through them, I met a ton of Australian guys, and I just thought, God, every one of these guys, gay and straight, is not only nicer, more fun, just as fun, cool as the next guy. And then it's just this love of Australia was instilled in me. And then when we went there, 
I don't know. It just was like cool and everyone was cool and it was laid like back, a, a like good, they say. A good feeling. There was like a good feeling. Then we got to go, you know, to Bondi. We went have you ever seen that show? Um Instant Instant oh, oh, Hotel. Instant Hotel. Um, so that's so funny. No one in Australia watched that at all. Like it literally was like a ratings disaster. And then they put it on like Netflix or something internationally and it was like a runaway hit. So no one in Australia has uh, actually watched that. Well, <laughs> we did. And we, we got did. in touch with Babe and Bondi and we went <laughs> to their house and yep. it was crazy. It was and we great. Were living. 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 We just had a great yeah, time. Yeah, I think we like the vibe. The Everyone's vibe. good looking. Mm. I mean, honestly, the people are better looking, which mm-hmm. we love. And it was just chill. Yeah, it was so fun. Yeah I was, yeah. I was surprised when I went to LA. Actually, I was there for like a whole month because you have a vision that then I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be so intimidating. Like, you know, everyone's going to be a supermodel, which like, of course, there's like good looking people there, but like there's plenty of normal people and obviously half of America's obese. So there's that mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in Australia, actually, are they healthier in Australia? I don't know. We're getting a bit porky here too. But like... Australia, yeah, Australians are nice. Like, I actually always say to people, like, I do like Australia. It's just not, I don't know, it's just not, like, ridiculous enough for me. Like, I just like how absurd America is. It's just everything's so extreme over there. And I do think that in America, I think that's because it's so capitalist that, which isn't, like, great in a lot of regards, like, healthcare and stuff, but people there at least, like, kind of want to work hard and succeed and, like, do things, whereas in Australia it's a bit more like people want to keep you down and no one really wants to be like different from the pack. Like we definitely saw that with COVID. Like in America, obviously COVID was a bit of a shit show because it was almost like a civil war between the two sides on it. But at least there was like a dissenting side. Whereas in Australia, pretty much like everyone just lined up and, you know, was compliant and like did as they were told. And um, and is there no like two parties? There, there is, but they're closer to each other than in America. It's definitely, we don't have the same kind of like political turmoil. Like we have a bit of it, but it's nothing like America, which I mean, is good in a lot of ways for sure. Um, Cause America's crazy. Like you guys just like politicize everything, but I don't know. I just like how extreme America is. I just find it entertaining. It's fun. Like Australia is just so boring to me and I hate it. Have you loved guys. it since you, since you were little? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I've always wanted to leave Australia. I always wanted to either live in Asia, like um, Tokyo or something, or in the US. And then I like actually got over the American dream for a while. And I'm like, yeah, fuck that. I'm like, everyone's on like drugs and in jail and like <laughs> shitting on the street and they have like crappy mm-hmm. healthcare. Like if you're a visa person, don't listen to this. Um, <laughs> like don't give me a visa because I said that. But then I, when I went over, I think because of the industry that i'm in um i didn't realize just how many opportunities and stuff there are and like you can't do anything like in australia i've had my podcast for years no one in australia has ever even like asked me to go on their podcast <laughs> like i've had it for years is our pot is like the podcast i was curious i wanted to ask you like do you have to have a vpn blocker or or are all the podcasts yeah together? no we get we get everything like we do oh we have to have a vpn to like watch certain shows so it can be hard like i cannot but do get... we get your podcasts huh. like yeah do i think we so get, no, obviously should, we get yeah. yours but like what about a random australian person do they have to go into apple usa to post it 
No, no, no. It just goes everywhere. It's all global. But I have to use. Yeah, I think so. Oh, some stuff like TV shows are more blocked, not podcasts, but like TV shows will be country restricted on YouTube. Like, I cannot get Mama June from Hot to Not here for the life of me. Like, it's very hard to find the Wii TV shows, and I love Mama June and Honey Boo Boo, and that's that's a really hard one for me to get. It was also hard for me to get um, The Golden Bachelor. I don't know if you guys have watched that at all, but it's the senior citizens version of The Bachelor. <laughs> we ha- I, I haven't watched it yet, but I am very curious. I have to be honest. I've seen the clips and they've been pretty amazing. <laughs> I'm telling you, fucking watch it. It's so good. Like, I mean, the start opens like really sad because the Golden Bachelor's like crying about how his wife died of cancer or something. And it's like really upsetting. Uh, but then it gets into, <laughs> I know, that the start's hard. <laughs> but then God. it gets into like... It's all the typical Bachelor stuff. Like, you know how they always do the ridiculous limo entrances and stuff? Mm -hmm. They're doing that, but everyone's like 70. And it's so... (laughs) They're doing the same shit. I saw this woman who was like, acted like she was in like a trench coat and she saunters up and then she opens her trench coat. but And she's in like Spanx underneath, but they're like nude and almost... And the body was good. Like everyone, they definitely, the casting was strong. They're hot. Like they've got some some really yeah. attractive people. The, the guy is hot. Um, it's great. I think it's like reinvigorated the franchise. Apparently, the ratings are better than the normal <sighs> Bachelor. <laughs> well, good. I mean, I'm glad that they put what twelve women. How so? How old are the women between like fifty five and seventy? Um, they're between more like sixty to the oldest was oh, eighty four. Well, that's good. Eighty yeah, four. <laughs> thirst no no age. Okay, and the thirst is like? there. How she was doing? She was literally. She was like that. She was in there as like a gag because she was Jimmy Kimmel's aunt or something. So she's like, "I'm Jimmy Kimmel's aunt. Like, you know what's going on here?" And um, she comes through, and then she falls asleep during the rose ceremony. So, <laughs> oh my god, they're doing the rose ceremony. Well, she's snoring on the couch, and um, and then at the end, the the host comes up to her and he's like, "You missed the rose ceremony," and she's like, "Did I get a rose?" And he's like, "No." And then we never see her again. Um, <laughs> I, so you can't get basic, like, mm. The Bachelor's huge here. I would think, do they not do that in Australia because you're going to have your own Bachelor, your own Golden Bachelor? Yeah, we, we're not having a Golden Bachelor. We have our own Bachelor and it's awful. It's so bad. Um, it's it's really, really bad. Australian reality TV, for the most part, is pretty awful. I mean, I, I guess you guys like it because you like um, Instant <laughs> yeah, Hotel, <absolutely>. but... <laughs> We do. Yeah. yeah, we did. All right. We liked Mac and Janine. Yeah. We liked Babe and Bontai. I mean, maybe for us, it's because we don't, it's like the, the, vis, yeah, the environment like is different. The, everything, the people have accents to us. The, we get to see different things. It's like, look, there was a sh- comedy show with, um, Oh God, Rebel Wilson. Okay. They're in a, oh, like a right. house. Oh, that's right. Oh God. It's like comedians in a house. And it it's like this. I do think the Australian sense of humor is like on point for us. It's very shit talky. It's really sarcastic, really edgy. And I mean, I think it, a lot of it comes down to like the sense of humor is really they're they're really funny. Yeah, it's not like you're you know. There's yeah. other like we're not going like we love. I mean, obviously we love Paris, but we're not like wow, they're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's true. 
That yeah, I don't know. I'm not point. into the Australian sense of humor, except myself. I'm the only funny <laughs> yeah. person in Australia. Um, <laughs> I, I think that we actually have a lot in common with Bravo because I think we were in the same situation where we kind of got known covering a lot of Bravo stuff and then we were sort of like over it and wanted to like move away from it. But then it's also like the marketplace kind of demands it from you. So you <laughs> you can't like yeah. fully detach. Um, and I hate the Bravo fandom. I'm always attacking them because I just think that they're, they're, they need help. Um, they're not the sharpest tools in the shed and they're embarrassing and I hate their Facebook groups. I just think they're awful. But I think that like, I think Bravo's like picked up a bit this year because I think Vanderpump Rules was good. I liked OC. Are you guys into Salt Lake City? Love. I think also (laughs) in addition to, I mean, it's so nice that you, anyone really, especially in podcasting at all, was turned off. I mean, and I feel like this a little, Heather Heather wouldn't say this, so I don't want to speak for her. She probably wouldn't say this, but I do feel she, she also started to sort of like, get away from it a little and was a little turned off by not just the fandom, but also just that Bravo itself. And it was like, just go fuck yourself. But I know for us, it's nice to hear you say that because there's no escaping it. And I also appreciate with you that you kind of like, I don't know if you would think that it's the same as us, but we try to like sort of keep our, I don't know, you put your Bravo content on your Patreon, right? Yes, because so I you're like, wanted to get away from ha- having the weirdos <laughs> following yeah, me around. So like, if you want to hear me talk about this, you're going to pay for it. So I feel yeah. like we kind of do that with our Patreon, too. It's like, you know, if you want to hear us not talk about something that annoys you, which is politics or even world events or current events, you're going to have to pay for it. And then you can hear us talk about how we like shit our pants on the way to the movies or whatever. And even Bravo or whatever Kardashian show or whatever. whatever we're discussing. Right, right. We basically save, you know, the good shit for the Patreon and the free, the free content is like, sorry if you don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I actually like, I like my, I like my main show better than my Patreon, but I, came to kind of you know i knew that people still wanted the bravo thing i know that i'm good at doing bravo just in the sense that because i kind of naturally am a contrarian i will usually have a different take on you know who i like and you know i was like the only person that liked you know erica jane when everyone hated her i was the only person that like hated garcelle um so i always have kind of <laughs> like the you know the hot the hot take i'm a lisa rinna fan so I just felt like, you know what, the compromise is I'll put it on Patreon and then at least I'm, like, getting something from it and I'm not going to, like, resent doing it as much. And, like, I have enjoyed doing it a lot more this year because, like, I thought Vanderpump Rules was really good. I love the OC. Um, I watch the OC Housewives like it's Survivor because, you know, none of them are friends and it's so strategic, especially with Tamara back. It's, like, ridiculous. Um, so I just think of it as Survivor Newport Beach. And Salt Lake City is, I mean, I was the original Salt Lake City hater when it came out and, you know, everyone was going, it's the best thing that's ever been on Bravo. I'm like, this show's fucking horrible. And then this season is like amazing my friend said that it was like if um david lynch directed reservoir dogs with drag queens and i'm like yes that's <laughs> that's salt lake that's city yeah um well i miss jo- i mean we uh, we liked jen ja and yeah. uh, oh. that's something that's sad to say that it was sad to, like the bitch was funny she 
she made the whether you oh let me say this whether you liked her or not the reason the show is in its third season is because Fourth. of her. Fourth. Like, if she hadn't gone to jail, if she wasn't a full criminal, if she hadn't fucked over everybody, if she hadn't been insane, if she hadn't threw the shoes over the boat, <laughs> if she hadn't then thrown the other shoe over the boat, like, the show would go nowhere. There'd be nothing. Because they're all, were too scared to to give it up. I mean, I don't care about Heather Gay being a bad Mormon. You're annoying. I don't. It's just like all of this stuff. And then people go in and out. And the thing with this show that is so fucking fun is that they went after Jen Shaw started to spiral out. And then she of course goes to jail. They, um, they all went insane and they all have exploded into, um, I don't even know what the word the is. The most desperate Bravo uh, I, I mean, honestly, ever to be thirsted yeah. on camera. And that's why we are liking it. And that's why it's yeah. so good. And your friend said that about it. It's like, and that is on the shoulders and back of the criminal known as Jen Shaw. Well, I was talking I about OC, though, that I I think that we get, we're so deep in the game with Bravo. We were on Bravo. We hosted Vanderpump Rules after show. I think we have our resentments and our, you know, cynicism and, and bullshit. But I like, we love a Vicky Gumbelson like fucking <laughs> cooked food. So it bugs. And I know Vicky, maybe Vicky was like, I just want to be a friend or... But I don't appreciate, I really hold on to, like, when she's like, I'm the OG. <laughs> and I don't, like, to me, that is the time when Bravo should, whether it's double down and get Vicky some help, or even if they sat her down and was like, go do insurance for a year. I don't appreciate their, like, utter lack of loyalty to these people that I love even if i know people can't stand vicky and a lot of people can't stand nini and i understand that they got too big for their britches and were fucking annoying but i don't need bravo to decide for the audience that vicky doesn't get to be there because vicky again to me she she built the entire all of the like I housewives agree. on her back and she should be there so it's like i as much as i want to like be there for the oc and fucking gina and tina or whatever i'm just like where's vicky like, where is Vicky? <laughs> yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. I feel the same with you in the way that I hate how they treat their talent. I felt like that way when they were, you know, firing everybody for being, you know, racist, which means that they had a bad tweet from 10 years prior. And then I'm like, okay, these people that, like, you know, built your shows and were the, the main stars, like all those Vanderpump Rules people like Stassi and Jax and just, you know, Kelly Dodd, incredible TV, all these people you fire them in a heartbeat, but then, you know, when it's Jen Shah who's literally being a criminal, it's like, let you know, let, get the cameras rolling. And I'm like, okay, really? So, you know, I, I'm not like, I don't, I'm not on a moral high horse of like, you can't film a criminal, like go ahead. But I just don't like the double standard of like, we can film criminals, but like the offensive tweet from a decade prior is too far. Like, right. Know, that, That's true. 100%. They're hypocrites. They're absolute 100%. hypocrites. Or we're going to fire you right now, even though Stassi and then, but then we're going to later do a spinoff with Jax and, and we love Jax, but we love Stassi. I mean, we love Jax like in real life, but like you can't fire Stassi. And I mean, and then if you do, you don't have a spinoff later without, well, just don't even have a spinoff. If you're going to try and make us, I don't know. That's You'll exploit, you'll, ex it, it, it's, it's just hypocrisy. 
I mean, it's it just like, it's just they're just hypocrites. So you can't decide to exploit one thing and not something else. It's like do you do it all or don't do it. Like you're either in for pound and penny or you're in for none of it. So it's like the tweet that happened ten years ago or whatever, and now this one's getting fired or this one said this or something. Somebody said something re- absolutely dumb or problematic. At the same time, this person blew up this person's life or this person's a criminal or these people go to jail or whatever. It's just like they are just hypocrites. Period. They are. Yeah, they do whatever they serves their bottom line, and then they justify it like on a moral high ground in yeah, the moment. And it's, it's like this bullshit. has nothing to do with right. their tweet. You were just done with them. You don't yeah, care that right. they had fifty kids and got a divorce, and they'll ruin anybody's yeah. life. Yeah. Well, they've done that on. Um, there was a thing on Love and Hip Hop recently where someone said something racist during a fight and it was sort of, it was this Puerto Rican woman versus a black woman. She said a racist comment and it's, you know, it's, it's become a whole thing. She's been fired from everything now. And then they even filmed after the season of love and hip hop, they did this like special, um, you know, round table discussion on like colorism or something like that. That was just, it was a lot, but I'm like, love and hip hop. This is a show where you guys literally encourage, like this is the show that started beating each other up on camera. Like, that's that's the show that's where everyone gets in like fist fights every episode. So I'm, again, it's like okay, so you know, I'm not saying that you can say racist things on TV, but I'm like, why is this treated with so much severity? But every single season, every episode, you're encouraging people to like punch each other in the face and mm. destroy each other's lives and stuff. It's just very, very weird. Standards. I'm sure that was like, bad. Bad Girls Club that oh, started yeah. the beating God, each other up on camera. Club. Well, I mean, th- you know, that's back now on the Zeus Network. Baddies. Um, of course we had to get into like Zeus <laughs> so hard. That's how gross we are. Like we tried. We, we tried did it. try. It just got a little redundant. But once the g- g- the gay guy on the wheel on the in the wheelchair came in and fought <laughs> with the other gay guy, I was like feeling it so hard. And then I was like, I need to go. I, mean, I need to go look at just, my life. Yeah, we had I need to, like, to just go, go to look church. at my life. I need to go figure it out. <laughs> but for that moment, I was like, <laughs> I was very into Jocelyn's cabaret for a while, where she runs. <laughs> yeah, the, that one yeah. too. Yep, Th- that was my favorite for a hot minute. I mean, yeah, you can't. How can we enjoyed it too? Yeah. We enjoyed it too. I mean, you you just how do you not when pe- it's a it strippers gets, fighting? It's strippers fighting, and the, but then once you get to a point where. It seems literally like the cat where there's nothing real and somebody walks into a room and it's just like, are you looking at me? And then now we're fighting. And now I'm like, okay, now I'm not even I'm because how can I get invested? I at least want you to have something. Well, you would see Natalie Nunn like fight somebody and uh, over the photo shoot. Yeah. And then you'd go to her Instagram and they'd all be like in a suburban going to a strip club that night, like stripping together. And it's like, were you not in a fight? Yeah, it was fake. It was was just, it was just got too fake. But we did it. Just like, I run this town. No, I run this town. (laughs) Who runs this town? I do. I run it, bitch. And now we're fighting. Over what? What? But now we're going out later. No, I I literally feel the same as you. And I did a whole episode about Zeus. And I was kind of like, look, Zeus has the potential to be so incredible. And I'm like, this Jocelyn's Cabaret show is brilliant just please get a story producer like please like just give us like a lead up to the fight because like you've got the best characters and i love seeing them do their stripper dances and i love hearing about how they've been you know on the street corner since they were 16 and now they're trying to get a better life going for themselves and they're joining the cabaret and i'm just and then it just turns into like why did you look at me like that and then it's 40 minutes of them chasing each other 
around yeah. the same room Up and down as- hallways and shit <laughs> yeah and you're like wait what i'm sorry where do they find yeah, you at just, again and like what well, yeah <laughs> i just yeah exactly but so you're right you- they just need a story producer you're absolutely right all right, let's wrap up, but you guys are going on a cruise soon. Can you tell me about the cruise? Is it a gay cruise? Mm-hmm. It sure is. It's on a uh, cruise company called Vakaya. Um, it's a gay LGBTQ plus cruise. <laughs> um, I do stand-up. We end up we do a wrap-up show together. We um also this is a two-week cruise, which means we're gonna be oh a week God. full week. Without one stop, which is new, which I've never done. And we've done 15,000 of these gay cruises, okay? Um, and we've never done a thing where we're li- literally seven days and or eight days, seven nights just on the ocean. So we're also going to be teaching a comedy class and to the people who are there who are then going to perform an amateur comedy show. So, you know, sorry Zeus is so good, but this is going to be <laughs> better. And um, it is, yeah, full gay, gay les, gay It's like a trans, luxury whatever. yacht going to Polynesia. Mm-hmm. So we will be, isn't that sort of in your neck of the woods? I don't Polynesia? know. I don't know any geography, probably. <laughs> I mean, I hope I they're mean, paying we- you well, because that's that's a lot, a week on a cruise. So I hope the checks are clearing and I hope you wear your the mask. checks are clearing. The checks yeah. are clearing. Yeah. A, a gay we cruise got- is going to be, you know, it's going to smell like douche water for a week. So get ready. I mean, I've always, I, listen, the way we, well, we tell everyone, don't go in the pool, don't go in the hot yeah. tub, don't go to the spa. Okay, we we've been there. We've done that. We've done it all. We've seen it all. Every single thing you can think of, everything you've imagined, imagine it twice. Put another person into it, and then add a couple another naked guy, and then maybe you have it. This is a little more classy. This yeah, trip. Um, yeah. But we've done though those other ones. This is like a this is a super yacht. It's only two hundred people, so it's going to give you a more um the upscale more, a more slot. upscale gay slot. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So it should be should be a good time. Okay, I love it. Um I'm glad that we had peace talks. I'm glad that we have buried the hatchet. Um mm-hmm. do you want to plug anything? Plug your podcast, guys. Our podcast is called Dumb Gay Podcast. We talk about uh world events, <laughs> just current events. We're trying to to veer not do politics. We are hoping that you come on and you don't change your mind about coming no, I on want as a guest. To. You still want to have me on? You're not scared of the um the subreddit no. girls coming? No. I mean, we'll probably get canceled after doing this. <laughs> you will. So, which is fine. <laughs> I mean, we only have 14 listeners anyways, but um, go to julianbrandy.com and we have a, we're, you know, our our bread and butter and like our pride and joys, our Patreon podcast. Uh, we do three a week. They're all an hour. We do video podcasts on there. You don't have to do video if you're not a video queen. If you just like audio, um, those are less expensive mm-hmm. and they can just go right into your Apple feed. If you like video, then we do those. Um just it's all at julianbrandy.com anything we do four podcasts a week that's pretty much it 